This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. If you had a commercial that really stood out to you yesterday that you'd uh, like to share with us, um, I had, uh, I wrote down several uh, that stood out to me. Did you, uh, did you happen to see, I'm sure you did, the uh, Bush beer commercial with our sad animal music underneath it? I did. Was that the sad animal? Was that the sad animal? Movie? The arms of an ant with Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. And she's sitting next to a wolf trying to protect the dogs. And yeah, I missed that. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Although I was waiting for a Chuck rant. What do you mean? When we hear that when music, hear you're ranting. Oh, when you hear the music, oh yeah, right. It's not usually a rant. It's a right. whining. Just whining, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or just you know, you know, just lamenting. How about that lamenting? I, I thought. I thought the parody of that was awesome, and then using Sarah McLaughlin, uh, I thought that was I thought that was awesome. Um, I thought the best commercials, oddly enough, were the local ones from HEB. Yeah, those were pretty good. The tortilla one particularly caught tickled me, tickled my funny bone quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, trying to go through uh, security. No, no, where the you've got the well, there was one like that. There was one in the the, the Spanish mom who's rolling the tort like pretending to roll the tortillas, yeah. and pulls them out and puts them in, and she brings them out, and the 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 woman who's in the car and she's eating it, and a cop rolls up, right. and she she puts it down, and the cop pulls up the bag. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that one particularly tickled my fancy. Uh, how about the um, the Ram uh, spoof on uh, ED for uh, the, elect- the electric uh, electric vehicles? I thought that was. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then uh, John Travolta singing uh, Summer Lovin'. Uh, Never in a, my life have I been happier that I had the TV on mute than yeah. that moment. That, I think that was probably my favorite one. My favorite commercial was the previews for the the new Jordan uh, shoe Yeah, that was really movie. good. <laughs> that was my favorite commercial. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the Travolta one was really well written. That was good stuff. The uh, the one for the binky dad uh, that was pretty cool, you know, you know, trying to find the binky, and then of course he gets it. That was funny until the end. Yeah, when the kids spit it out, and the mom is like, "Oh, he only like or she only likes the blue one." Yeah, okay. right. You know, the dad kind of busted the, his butt to get there, right? Yeah, and then that annoyed me. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. like oh, that one's not funny anymore. How about the uh, J Lo Affleck uh, Aff- Ben Affleck? Uh, Dunkin' Donuts spot where he's in the Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, he's he's in the drive-through yeah, line. I thought that was funny. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So if um, if something uh, stood out to you, then um, I think uh, I think there were some good ones this year. Um, the uh, the field, Jamie. God, it was just awful. How, how do you spend eight hundred thousand dollars two years in the making, and you have grass that just comes up like it was just it's just it was just awful it was slick you know the whole thing i mean it was i just don't understand how you can have a field that bad for for a game that big and was it just everywhere they were slipping or was it just the painted areas because the painted areas seemed like it was the biggest problem at the very least well i mean they you know when they'd show some close-ups it looked like chunks of grass were coming up or it wasn't it wasn't like whole like reams of sod but i mean it, it looked like it was Affecting both teams, I mean, and, and I certainly the painted part, too. Yeah, I can't remember if I heard this on the broadcast or if I read it on Twitter at one point, but wasn't the whole field painted? Well, that, I heard him say that, but I... 
Okay, so it was during the broadcast. Yeah, it was like, during the, it was during I was the broadcast. I like, that doesn't make any sense. But then you realize that it's, you know, February in Arizona, where it's, it gets awfully, awfully cold at night. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't and know. And it doesn't rain a lot. Um, now, granted, you can water grass, but um, it, I, the way they were talking about it made it sound like they painted the entire field. Yeah. I so heard. even the green bits that weren't the logos. I don't know. It just seemed like it just seemed like they could never get their footing. And Jalen Hurts actually, you know, changed cleats. You saw that going to a quote winter cleat, a little bit longer cleat in the second quarter. Um, the uh, the national anthem went over two minutes. I know that you were waiting for me to tell you that. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I actually missed it. So. Knew you were waiting for who, me. To, who sung? Uh, Chris Stapleton. I didn't really care for it. I didn't really care for it. It was I like a little more gusto uh, in the in the national anthem than well, pretty, than one. You like a little more gusto in pretty much everything. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's I think that's pretty well documented, yeah, right? Yeah, that's 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 I, I agree. That's pretty well pretty well documented. Um, there's a new Indiana Jones movie coming out. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I was excited to see that. Too. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so, I was extremely disappointed in the uh, last one. Oh, the Crystal Skull was not good. Yeah. We'll see how this one goes. Yeah. Hey, I didn't, uh, haven't had a chance to, to get your take on this because um, you were out when they announced this, but how about Zach Thomas getting into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? It's awesome. Great. Great to hear it. Uh, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Johnson uh, talking about him uh, on the pregame show yesterday. Called him the hardest working player he ever had. That's great. That's you cool. know, that's quite a compliment. That is quite a compliment when you mm-hmm. think about that. I mean, you could tell too if you've seen when he, you know, quote knocked on Zach Thomas's door, um, and the the setup for it. Uh, he was he was emotional. I mean, you could tell it meant uh, an awful lot to him, and that Zach Thomas meant an awful lot to him. You just you just wish that Zach Thomas could. Could have experienced maybe just once the the stages that Mahomes has been on. Sure, um, it probably wouldn't have taken as long for Zach to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame if he'd had any kind of postseason exposure, uh, especially exposure on the on the highest stage of the of the Super Bowl. But something that they did different this year on the Pro Football Hall of Fame announcements is um, they Joe Thomas's wife was talking about this. She knew for three weeks that he was getting into the Pro Football Hall of Fame um, because they'd had their meeting and had their vote. And then they called like somebody within each family so they could set up the knock. Because if you see like at Zach Thomas's house, you know, his they, they got his family gathered there uh, and he's walking up the stairs not knowing that anybody was there. But Joe Thomas's wife set it up uh, for, for him, but she didn't tell anybody um, that he was getting in, and they made all the arrangements so that they could have the 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 guys to do that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That was the first time that they had done that like that. Yeah, I don't know if I, I, I I'm sure there are plenty of times where it works out better, um, and it makes it more special. But I don't know if I love that. I I kind of feel I, like I, I know I I, I did I, I I wondered because to me I wondered. How quickly did they get those guys to Arizona? Did they did they knock on the door and then like have jets to fly them, mm-hmm. fly them there? Because you know, with the exception of the ones that had passed, they were all there. Uh, they had or the ones that had passed had a representative, Don Coriel's 
um, daughter was there, and and Chuck Howley had someone represent him, uh, and then the guy Ken Riley from the Bengals, his son uh, represented him. But anyway, I. I, I'm, I I could go either way. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure there are times where it's, mm-hmm. it makes it great. So yeah. that's probably probably a positive overall. Yeah. Uh, Gerald says this, the commercial with the rock stars complaining about HR people using the same compliment, using the compliment, you're a rock star. Ozzy Osbourne's line, I've done my share of bad things and I've done your share of bad things. <laughs> that was good. I thought that was a great one, too. I enjoyed that one. I, I did like uh, the Fox promo, No Place Like Mahomes. I did like um, the SmackDown promo, uh, the clicking of the pin uh, with the office workers where the, the, the guy jumps off the, you know, the balcony and does like a giant suplex and the gal breaks the pin. And I, I, thought, that was, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, with regard to the field, yes, at the last uh, Eagles kickoff, uh, their kicker uh, slipped, mm-hmm. and that uh, and that looked bad. So I don't know. It's uh, and he it, that could have been a disaster uh, right there for the Eagles if he barely kicks the ball and you know just goes a few yards. Of course, it could have been one of those deals where accidental onside kick that would have been interesting. Sure, that could have happened. <laughs> How about mm-hmm. that? An accidental onside kick as mm-hmm. opposed to just a just an onside yeah just an intentional onside kick all right uh 6 40 this morning on lubbock sports station double t 97.3 we'll have friendship girls basketball for you on the air today as they uh, will play in uh, playoff action against el paso el dorado we'll have it for you this afternoon on double t 97.3 at three and uh, look forward to uh to them having a long run they can have a long run right jamie uh, it'll definitely be, you know, after round one, they get to facing off with those Metroplex, Metroplex schools. So that's usually where it becomes real, real difficult. It gets for a little them, so. dicey, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, we'll see. They're they're very uh, a talented bunch. Fun so. to watch. Yeah, most of the time. Okay. okay. Sometimes right, the, maybe not, <laughs> but most of the time, yeah. The state sports. I mean, like every next. team. <laughs> this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Today is February the 13th, 2023, Valentine's Eve. Here's Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. 1932, a 2-2 final round tie with the U.S. is good enough for Canada to clinch its fourth consecutive Olympic ice hockey gold medal Mm. at Lake Placid. Canadian center Walter Monson, uh, Monson is the tournament top scorer with 11 points. 1937, the Boston Redskins receive approval from the NFL to move to Washington, D.C. to share baseball's Griffin Stadium with the first Washington Senators of the American League. <coughs> 1965, U.S. Female Figure Skating Championship won by Peggy Fleming. 1976, American Dorothy Hamill wins the free skate to clinch the women's figure skating gold medal at the Innsbruck Winter Olympics. And then every girl in high school got the Dorothy Hamill cut for her hair, seemed like. They? The Dorothy Hamill. And a few years later, they'd have the Farrah Fawcett look. Okay. Which don't necessarily go together. No. And not, not very many of them could pull it off either. Well, there's only a, <laughs> it's only know, a certain number. There's of only an, there's only so many tens out there. <clears throat> 1987, 
Tigers Jack Morris is awarded a $1.85 million salary by the Arbiters. He was in arbitration. 2014 slopestyle freestyle skiing event makes its Olympic debut at the Sochi Winter Olympics. Hmm. American Josh Christensen is the inaugural men's gold medalist. And in 2022, halftime show for the Super Bowl features Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, and 50 Cent. Why do I bring that up? Because of a tweet that I saw last night. This is the best halftime show since when? Last year. Last year was pretty good. Wasn't the best all time? Still pretty good. What was the best all time in your mind? I mean, Prince is up there. Yeah. It's hard not to be. MJ had a really great one that everybody everybody forgets about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, those would probably be the top two. Okay. It raining in Detroit on Prince during Purple Rain. That's one of those moments you just go, you can't script that. <clears throat> happy N- National Tortellini Day. And happy National Italian Food Day. Pizza count for that? If you have traditional pizza, yes. Okay. Oh. If you're having American-style pizza, then probably not. Okay. Okay. I'll bite. What's, what's traditional? What's American-style? The stuff you'd order from your favorite delivery place is the American style. The more uh, brick oven or uh, it's a different dough that they use. It's re- the Italian style pizza is very much more a what we would call a leftover that they make into a meal as opposed to its own thing. Do they put Italian sausage in Italy? So, what, is there a place <laughs> in town I could get? I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Leftovers? It, the, the way the Italian pizza was made, it was more of like they had this big Italian meal and had leftovers, and they took the sauce from that, they took the meat from that, and then put it on bread as opposed to it being its own thing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so now we just, we plan the leftovers. Yes. <clears throat> we plan the leftovers. We okay. said, hey, that's a really good idea that we can put in a box and get it to your house in 30 minutes and rain with it. Yeah. Okay. I wonder now if I've ever had real pizza before. I wonder. Yeah, right. Well, you've had real pizza. You just haven't necessarily had Italian pizza before. Okay. I've, I learned something new every day on this show. Happy birthday to Jerry Springer, who's 78, Randy Moss, 46, Coach K, 76, Stalker Channing, 79, Gary Patterson, 63, Drew Henson, 43, and Nathan Avaldi is 33. And on this day in 1861, the earliest military action to be awarded a Medal of Honor is performed by Colonel Bernard J.D. Irwin an assistant army surgeon serving in the first major U.S. Apache conflict. Near the Apache Pass in southern Arizona, Irwin, an Irish-born doctor, volunteered to go to rescue the second lieutenant, George N. Baskin, who was trapped with 60 men of the U.S. 7th Infantry by the Apaches. Irwin and 14 men, initially without horses, began the 100-mile trek to where they were being held. They started riding on mules. 
Although Irwin's bravery in the conflict was the earliest Medal of Honor action, the award itself was not created until 1862. And it was not until January 21st, 1894, that Irwin received the nation's highest military honor. And that is this day in sports history. All right, this day in sports history. Thank you, Jeff. 651 this morning here on the morning drive. All right, go to the Double T973 mobile app uh, presented by Happy State Bank. If you care to participate on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, uh, somebody says this someone needs to check, fact check this pizza guy. <laughs> somebody else says that sounds like crap. <laughs> okay. Uh, Somebody says, uh, Chris Stapleton singing the national anthem was awesome. Got chills. Okay. Uh, this one fumble and one punt return was the difference in the game last night. Yeah, was, those are two big plays, without a doubt. Yeah, the way the NFL games are usually very close, it makes you feel like um, two plays. If you, you know, this texter just picked two plays. Two plays in every game could change about... I don't know, like 50% sure. of the NFL games because they're all usually close. Sure. Uh, somebody uh, says the best part of that turf was that it was from Oklahoma State. They didn't have anyone playing in it, so they claimed the turf to stay relevant, and the turf sucked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the turf that uh, they used last night was not the turf that was used week one uh, where Harrison Butker got hurt, the Chiefs kicker. Uh Supposedly a different, better turf. I don't know that that, uh, that really turned out. Uh, leftovers on bread, I'm out. Okay. Uh, 6.52 this morning here on the morning drive. Red Raider basketball, we'll have it for you tonight. They take on Texas, uh, coming off of a win over Kansas State on Saturday. Uh, in a way, that seems like uh, a long time ago, at least kind of how my mind is working this morning. 71-63. Uh, was the final for the Red Raiders on on Saturday. And it just seemed like every time Kansas State tried to make a run, uh, Texas Tech hit them back in the mouth. Uh, way, way, way too many turnovers uh, by K-State. They were very sloppy. Uh, part of that was how the Red Raiders forced them to play. Uh, and then the Tech took advantage of, uh, of the turnovers. K-State turned it over 23 times. Uh, the Red Raiders turned it over 18 times. Uh, but Texas Tech really... Uh, capitalizing with 28 points off of turnovers uh, in the ball game, and uh, I thought, uh, you know, for the games I've seen, it's one of the better games that I've seen in person. Uh, Texas Tech play 23 of 55 from the field, seven of 25 from the beyond the uh, the arc, and then hit 18 free throws out of 25 attempts. But the other thing, Jamie, is it looked like they were having fun. It looked like they were fighting for their coach, and it looked like they were happy for their coach at the end of the game. So it's a it's a it's a confusing team sometimes to 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 watch. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I think we all got a little over the top on after the win against Iowa State about how much this team's fighting and battling mm-hmm. and all that. And then next time out in the second half, you just didn't see that, right? You saw it in the first half and not in the second half against Baylor, but um, I just thought I thought Kansas State was really poor. Yeah, no, no, um, no doubt they were six of twenty-six behind the arc when everybody else has taken advantage of the Red Raiders at the three-point line. K State didn't shoot it well. Um, Marquise Noel, their you know all-world point guard, who's a terrific player, mm-hmm. um, five of nineteen from the floor and seven turnovers. Yeah, okay, 
Uh, I just thought he was really bad. K State just, I just like they came in here flat. Like, and, and you deserve credit for that. Defensively, mm-hmm. I felt like you played better on the defensive end of the floor. Um, but Stole the ball 14 times from him. 14. I just think K-State just really didn't play well. I, I, You know, hey, they're 1-10 in conference play. And you know what? We've been saying that you're a better team than that record shows. And K-State found that out. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thank you for being with us today on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Lynn, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. We'll have Friendship Girls basketball for you on the air today. That'll be at 3 o'clock. El Paso, El Dorado is the opponent. And then we'll have uh, Tech in Texas uh, tonight at 7 uh, the tip at 8 from United Supermarkets Arena. Uh, you'll play them uh, next year, home and, well, maybe home and away. Don't know. We don't know what the basketball schedule is going to look like. No, it's going to be select number of teams you'll play home and away, and then there'll be a select number of teams that you'll play either home or away. Uh, what was your reaction to uh, Texas and Oklahoma uh, getting out of their deal with the Big 12 and ending that relationship at the end of this upcoming academic year the 23-24 season love it excited yeah. so you got your pats and pans and bang outside i did not <laughs> did not did not <laughs> did it surprise you yes absolutely okay. okay yeah especially so so close to them saying it wasn't going to happen right yeah you know it's it's interesting the timing of that article the guy that the number of different people that wrote articles you know saying that that deal had died I, I I believed, and I, I said this last week, that that timing uh, for that information was that they learned that before what Kirby Hocutt said to us uh, in Stillwater last uh, Wednesday, when, uh, was, it, was it last Wednesday, or whenever, whenever it was, uh, that uh, when I asked him, I said, would you be surprised if Texas and Oklahoma were still in the Big 12? You know, for the 20, after 23, 24. And he said, very. And then like the next day, next couple of days, those reports were coming out that the, that the deal had died uh, because of the TV partners. But I, I, obviously Kirby's had intel um, with what was going on. Um, but that was interesting uh, to me. Um, the, t- the timing of all that and uh, the fact that uh, that deal is done. I think it's, Great for the health of the Big 12, obviously. Just kind of gets that. I mean, they want they don't want to be here. You don't want them here. So let's let's end this. And it it sounds like they were able to end it so that financially, at least the Big 12 schools, um, Texas Tech included, wouldn't get hurt. And I think that was the the main thing. Whether you're able to get completely whole and make a little extra money by them leaving, but the bottom line is you can get on with a your business of doing your business, seeing if you can. And the, the, the big question I have now is, will you pick up some other schools? It's a big question. Big question. Yep. And I think that has, it's all depending on the TV deal that's put together for the PAC 12 schools. And if some of those schools decide, ah, that's not a good enough deal. Uh, I think we, um, I think we will, you know, look elsewhere, mm-hmm. and does that open things up for the Big Twelve? Yeah, uh, you know, and and where it's the what's the status of uh, Gonzaga, and 
How many sports does that include? Is it just is it just men's basketball? Is it men's and women's basketball? Is it baseball too? Mm-hmm. Or is that just kind of just we've kind of floated a little trial balloon out there and and now that we've gotten rid of Texas and Oklahoma, you know, if you guys played football, we'd consider you, but you don't. So who knows? Uh, that, that'll, that'll be interesting to me uh, as well. The commissioner was in town a week ago Sunday um, for just, and I don't know what his, if, it, if he was meeting with Dr. Skubinick or just, you know, here on a meet and greet. Uh, but uh, that was prior to that, uh, that announcement. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what uh, transpires uh, with the big 12. I, I if you had, of the remaining Pac-12 teams, okay, which do you think would be best and which do you think will join uh, the Big 12, if any? Which do I think will be best? Would be best, and which do you, what do you think will happen, if anything? Well, it would be best. I guess you take Oregon and Washington. Those okay. are the biggest names. Sure. TV okay. markets, all, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. What do I think? I don't think those schools are going to end up in the Big 12. I think um, most likely uh, would be Arizona schools. Okay. Would you be cool with that? I'd like that. Yeah, I would yeah. too. I would yeah. too. I would too. All right, 720 this morning here on the morning drive. Um, with with regard, going back to the K-State game, somebody uh, agrees with you. Um with regard to Kansas State, and they go on to say this was more about them being flat and playing uninspired. I don't know, maybe maybe something, maybe your defense had something to do with that. Uh, maybe the crowd had something to do with that. Um, I, I I will tell you this: I was just surprised at how sloppy they were with the basketball. Yeah, I I, I think you you're allowed to give some credit to Tech for their defense, but mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not surely not giving the crowd any. They played in more hostile environments yes. than what we had the other yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't yeah. mean I don't mean the crowd. I'm just saying I thought that I thought that the Tech defense was was. You know, I thought there was some times where you, okay, well, you, you mentioned you, the crowd. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't necessarily mean to give the crowd a bunch of credit. I thought there were there were times that the crowd was was good. It wasn't it wasn't deafening like we've seen with. Right. You know, the last couple of years. Right. Um, I think tech defense deserves a little credit for that and playing with energy and and all the above. But I I think K-State was, I mean, you could see a lot of them were unforced and it just, they just looked flat. They looked like they thought they were going to come in here and roll through the Red Raiders. Yeah. Well, they, they thought wrong. They did. (laughs) They thought, they thought wrong. What's the uh, what's the key tonight? Do you think? Mm. I mean, it's uh, probably hard after you've just beaten a ranked team. Now I'm sure you know Rodney Terry's got his group's full attention. Yeah, sure. I I in defending the perimeter, I thought you did that well the other day. So I think I'll probably stick with that. Um. Texas has talented guards. They they're not as dominant. I feel like on the inside. So I'll, I'll say defending on the perimeter, and that's not just three point shots, but that's also keeping guards from getting into the lane to the rim. Okay, uh, it's been a while since you've played them. Uh, January the fourteenth at the Moody Center down in Austin. In that game, uh, Kevin O'Banner had just eight, but Pop Isaacs had twenty three points, and uh, Fardos Amac had twelve points in that game. Daniel Bacha did not score in that game despite playing 
20 minutes and he had one rebound and fouled out. That's, that's, that was like the beginning of it. Um, Davion Harmon had 13, 12 each for Jalen Tyson. And like I said, Vardos Amak uh, in a losing effort. Uh, Tech was uh, 24 of 68 of 21, but uh, Texas was uh, 23 of 53 and 8 of 28. They got to the free throw line just a little bit more. Um, Tech had more points in the paint, 28 to 16. Had more second chance points. And uh, Texas capitalized off of of the turnovers, 15 turnovers. I mean, you'd like to have less. Texas had 14. It wasn't a big difference. It was a four-point difference there. But it was a close game. Game you had a chance to win. Yeah, absolutely. Game you had a chance to win. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what you look for tonight is a, is a, is a chance to to win and uh, you know, see if you can pick up your third Big 12 win. I mean, that seems it's like, man, that just feels awful hollow. You know, to be sitting here on February the 13th going, hey, we're going to go for our third Big 12 win tonight. Exciting. <laughs> Doesn't have the same feel that did no, last year, does it? No, it's not even. Yeah. It's not I'd even, love to beat Texas. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care for 0-13 at this sure. point or whatever. Sure. But you always enjoy beating the Longhorns, so you'd be happy about it. But if you do, yes, you're going to be excited. Yeah, we beat the Longhorns. Yeah. And then you're like, eh, and we're still 3-10. and 10. Yeah. Yeah. Lady Raiders fell on Saturday to Kansas, 78-67. to uh, Really, the, the thing about this game more than anything was Kansas's defense was just um, was really good. I mean, Ty Jackson, their big gal, uh, she was 9-12. She had 24 points. They dominated the paint, 42-16. to They knew that that was going to happen. They would have loved to have more paint touches, tech, or better paint touches. I mean, you got the ball inside an awful lot, but Jamie, your your shots at the rim were just were off balance, were awkward, were hard uh, against tight defense. So it wasn't like you had easy shots at it. Texas had easy shots in the paint, and you just you you couldn't overcome that. You did get to the free throw line a little bit uh, in the fourth quarter. You were fourteen and nineteen for the game. You hit nine threes, but at the end of the day, you probably didn't start trying to attack uh, the paint and either foul or make shots soon enough. Did that more in the fourth quarter than you did that in the first half. So uh, Bree Scott uh, finished up with 18. Bryn Gerlich had 18 as well. She had some big threes early on, but uh, just not enough. Bailey Maupin with 12. Ladies will be next in action on uh, Wednesday against Oklahoma in Norman. That's a 6.30 tip time. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, my question for you today. Yes, sir. Yesterday, last night, Patrick Mahomes picks up his second championship mm-hmm. playing the Super Bowl for the second time. So my two-part question to you is, which former Red Raider who's still currently playing mm-hmm. do you wish to be the next Red Raider to win a championship? And which Red Raider who was who is retired didn't get one, missed out on win, winning a championship, do you wish that they had won one? Did they Okay, let me ask let me ask a question about your question. Did, should they have had to have played for a Super Bowl and didn't get one, or is it okay if they just played in the league and didn't get 
didn't get to that level. Well, first off, it doesn't have to be a football player. Oh, okay. I said championship. <laughs> championship, okay. okay. I was just assuming, okay. Yeah. That's what happens when you assume. I don't, so I don't just... Default to football, right, gotcha. Just what? which one do, do you want to win a championship mm-hmm. and which one do you wish had won a championship okay. that didn't get one that's retired? That's retired. Pick any sport you want. Okay. Any sport I want. Um, well, I, I wish Zach Thomas would have gotten a Super Bowl because I think that he deserved to, to get a Super Bowl. Um, which one will get one next? You know? No. Which one do you want oh. to be the next oh, one? Oh, which one do I want to be the next one? I want. <laughs> so difficult. <laughs> Okay, let me start over. I wish that Zach Thomas had won a Super Bowl. Okay. I want Josh Young to win a World Series for the Texas Rangers. Okay. Okay. Wish Wes Welker would have gotten one. Mm, that's a good. A lot of good teams that he was on yeah. that we associate with Super Bowl wins. Yeah. He was just not on those teams. Yeah, he was a one. A good pass from Tom Brady getting one. And uh, wish, since Josh Young is taken and I want to be different, I'll, jo- I'll go Jakeem Grant. Oh, man, he's playing for the Browns. Didn't say it would be easy. I want Gosh, He can be traded to somebody good. It's the Browns in that organization? Sorry, I, I didn't say the Browns. That. I said Jakeem. He can go someplace else. Well, okay, that's fair. He's going to have um, to get traded. And it, I felt it be a little self-serving to say Terrence Steele, being okay. a Cowboys fan. Well, I'm going to be self-serving. All right, so my wish for a guy that missed out is also Wes Welker. I mean, he was so close so many times. I wish, yeah. wish and I loved him as a Red Raider, so I totally wish that he would have got it. Good answer by both of you there. Um my guy that I want to be the next one is Clayton Beater. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I loved Clayton as, as, as a person and as a player, and uh, he's also a member of the Yankees now. So that was very self-serving. And that's why I can't believe Jeff didn't pick Davis Martin. Yeah. Again, self-serving. Well, did you think that that I did. Was, okay. I, I thought of him and Terrence Steele both. Okay. And I was like, okay, but that's also the Cowboys and the White Sox winning. Let's pick somebody else. Yeah, so, I mean, the, to me, the right answer of who you want to be the next one mm-hmm. is somebody who's playing on your team. <laughs> <laughs> I want my team to win no matter if there's a Red Raider. Right. I went with Red Raiders that aren't on my team. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, so then you're like, hey, I'm super happy for that Red Raider because he's on my team. <laughs> there's no other Red Raiders on the Chiefs, is there? <clears throat> well, they would have just gotten one. Oh, no. Yeah, they don't need another one. They, another one. Yeah. Yeah. they have been eliminated from yeah, the conversation. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I was, gotcha. Su- yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> You're surprised what? Surprised I didn't say Patrick Mahomes? Uh, the no, Chiefs? no, I'm surprised Chuck didn't say Kevin McCuller. Oh, oh, <laughs> wow. That's I didn't even think about him, but that's yeah. We probably we probably would have punched you. That's fair. I I. Sh- I, I'll be honest with you. I, can't, I just can't root for him there. I just, I just can't root. I for him bet there. you can. I, mm. I, I bet when he puts up a shot against K State, you hope it goes in. <sighs> so it's, it's a well. When you put it like that, I yeah. Mean, I mean, you put, there, me, in, I, you put me in that spot. Yeah. I mean, there's have been guys on my team that I couldn't stand, and it's yeah. like, 
Like, for example, A-Rod. Yeah. It's like he hits her home run. I'm like, okay, I'm glad that's a run on the mm-hmm. board, but I wish it had been somebody else. Yeah. But you still want him to do well because he yeah. makes your team win. Yeah. Uh, Clay says Jordan Brooks. Okay. That's that's a that's a good one. I hate, I hate that he got injured at the end of the year because mm-hmm. he was having an awesome year. Yeah. If Chuck had said McCullough, could we have cut his mic? <laughs> yes, we could have. Is this, Absolutely, is this, we is could this have. the only time you want to cut my mic? I mean, there's, surely there's other times you want to cut Man, my that, mic. Right? That would have been a funny answer if you had given it. You know, sometimes on these pop quizzes like this, I'm just not. I'm not really good at that. I'm not really good. Now, at the that. directions are hard enough to begin with. <laughs> Following the directions are hard <laughs> enough to begin with. I uh, wish Jarrett Culver would have won an NCAA championship. Yes. Yeah. We all do. We all do. Yeah, that would have been. I'd be happy if he won one in the NBA. As a Braves fan, I want Cal Conley to get the call up and win a World Series. There you go. And wanted one for Wes Welker. The yeah. West Welker, that was like if, uh, if we were playing Family Feud, and uh, that would have been the number one answer. Yeah. Zach was my first thought. Welker was 1A. So it, if you had gone Welker in the first one, I would have said Zach, and it would have been equally equally as good. A yeah, game. but Welker's the Welker's the better one because he played in two Super Bowls, got really close in one with Zach's the, with a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I don't I don't know Zach's that one Hall. makes one better than the other. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if if you really respected and loved the way that Zach played, and and like you talked about earlier, if he had had more. You know, had more playoff games under his belt, and the world had seen him on a big mm-hmm. stage more, having success. Maybe he would have gotten into the Hall of Fame sooner. So, yeah. if and that, if that's the case, then then he's a good answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the West Welker one was that was a really mm-hmm. really good answer. I should have gone, gone with Sammy Morris. Seven thirty nine this morning. Hey, he he's your favorite his, one of your favorite players. Yeah. He started his career with Buffalo, yeah. so. Speaking speaking of the Yankees, what did you think of the Fox Sports announcement that Derek Jeter was going to join the broadcast team? Did you I, see that at halftime? I did not even know this. Okay, yeah, that's it's a true thing. He's going to be a commentator for Fox Sports on their baseball coverage. Interesting. Inter- well, I don't know what to think about that. What'll be interesting is is, is can he? Because he he was asked for a score prediction and he he did, for the for the Chiefs and the Eagles and this was on the pregame this is on the pregame show and uh, he's he did, he's gonna be with baseball right not yeah, football he's, <laughs> he's gonna be with baseball but they had a Rod out there and a Rod you know welcomed into the team and so did Kurt Menefree and blah 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 then they're like he's like well this is really isn't my sport blah but you know he goes he goes I want to be he kind of wanted to play both sides and I'm like no it doesn't work like that Derek this this. this transformation of Derek Jeter is so interesting to me. I mean, he's a guy that was, I mean, wasn't on social media at all, Twitter, anything like that. And then um, he's done, or, you know, was not outspoken about anything. He's done with the Marlins and now he's all over commercials. Okay. He's in like three or four different commercials now. And, And now he's on social media commenting on everything. And now he's doing this. I mean, it's like he's... Who is this guy? Yes. What have you done with Derek Jeter? <laughs> the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Great to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. In case you missed it, uh, Patrick Mahomes won another Super Bowl last night. Okay. That's two uh, MVPs for him as well. Um, that's, if you uh, did miss it, you're probably tuned into the wrong thing. 
just finding out now. Yeah. You're probably probably tuned into the to the wrong station. Yeah. You've just accidentally you've accidentally keep twisting that dial. But <laughs> keep twisting. here's the thing. You're listening to the absolute right show. Because mm-hmm. we're right there with you at times where we're sometimes the last to know. Okay. Um uh, you know, for uh That's fair. Yeah. So so now uh now Patrick Mahomes and Donnie Anderson have two Super Bowl rings. Okay, Donnie Anderson got the first two before it was even called the Super Bowl, and uh, now now he's got uh, now he's got two. Nobody else had two. Um, you got a, a number of them that have uh, have one. Um, the most recent before, well, I don't know if this is in alphabetic order or no, it's in. Yeah, it's in, it's in it's in Super Bowl order. So anyway, the bottom line is, Mahomes has got uh, has got two, and uh, so you're saying the most by a red raider. Yeah, most by a okay, red raider. Right. Most by a red raider. Yeah. Yeah. You, you left yeah. us hanging there. I'm sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to leave you I hanging. It's like, nah, there are people with more than two Super Bowl rings. It's, sometimes, I mean, like for example, Travis Kelsey has two Super Bowl rings. So sure, Mahomes is not the only one. We're we're just talking about red raiders. Uh, somebody wants to know, Danny Amendola. He may have. That, I thought that, he had a couple. Yeah, you may be right about that. I, in the list that I'm looking at, maybe maybe <clears> old, <throat> but yeah, Danny Amendola. He, he was got. Well, he hasn't won one in a while. Yeah, well, he's retired. Yeah, hence why he hasn't won one in a while. Mm-hmm. But they uh, Brady tried to get him to come out last year. No, back. he said that if Brady called, he would go. Oh, Brady didn't true. call. Yeah. Brady didn't call. Yeah, and he's not calling let's, anymore. No. Yeah, let's say come back, not come out. Yeah, right. <laughs> means right. something a little bit different. Right, right, right. Just come back and play football. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> if you just found out the Super Bowl, who won, you're at the right. You are definitely on the right you're show. You're definitely, definitely on the right show. Um, <laughs> no no question. If you have a Super Bowl commercial that you want to comment on, you certainly can. Uh, or a, a key moment in the game um, that, you, that you... What did you think? <laughs> what did you think? This is uh, the Eagles... Um, their, their, their first play, I think it's the first play, it's very early on, um, where um, there's an incomplete, it's called an incomplete pass, but it looked like it was a um, catch and then a fumble right there to start the third quarter uh, because of the hit. The receiver caught the ball, but he didn't could not make... A, they didn't make a football move. Didn't That's make a, a football new, move. New NFL rule. That was, that was super gimme. Super easy one. Yeah, did you like that? Well, I don't. I don't love the rule. Okay. I think uh, control the football and two feet on the ground means a catch, and they changed that rule however many years yeah. ago, four or five years ago. Yeah. And so now it's, I mean, basically you have to catch the ball and run for fifteen yards and then fumble it before they call it a fumble. Now, so I I don't like it, but that I, by the letter of the rule, that was super yeah. easy. Yeah. That I think was, the officials did the right thing. Again, they're trying not to blow it dead when it shouldn't have been blown dead. Mm-hmm. So they let it play out, and then they used the replay. And you saw how quick it was. Yeah, they overturned yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So they did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, then uh, for the Eagles on that particular drive, which I think this is a was a key moment in the game. As of course it was, as it as it turned out. But 
the Chiefs at this point they come out of the out of the second half, and Mahomes goes right down the field, nine plays, about a buck thirty-five or so. Um, uh, no, it was more than that. Anyway, nine plays uh, that they go down the field, and with nine thirty to go in the in the third quarter, they score a touchdown. They go up. 24-21. It's 10 plays, 10 play drives. Anyway, the bottom line is this. Eagles then get the ball at their own 25. They go 17 plays. 17. And that tied a record for most plays in one drive in a Super Bowl. But they only get three points. The Chiefs are able to force a field goal with 7.45 to go in the third quarter. I yep. thought that was, that, was, that was huge because, uh, you know, it... it it keeps the the game tied at that point, as opposed to the Eagles going up by up by four, and then uh, and the Chiefs come back and they get another touchdown on a nine play seventy five yard drive. Now, I don't think there were any kickoff returns in the ball game until until maybe uh, the last the last one when they squib kicked it. I think all the kickoffs were into the end zone okay. last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's another thing that I thought about last night watching the game. Uh, and as far as rules go, uh, do you think the NFL is going to change the rule that you can push the quarterback from behind? Yes. I absolutely think it'll be changed this offseason. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, 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 don't, I don't like that they changed that rule because you used to not be able to do that. Right. And it, I, I don't like it at all. I mean, it turns into a rub, rugby scrum. It, doesn't, it, it makes it so difficult for the mm-hmm. defense on a fourth and one or fourth and inches or third mm-hmm. and one, whatever. Yeah. I think they'll change that rule. I, I, I do, too. I, I do too. Um, and, and Brady Quinn talked about that early this morning on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. He he felt like for a couple of reasons. One, because of what you just said. And then the other thing he said, because of the position of the necks of the defensive and offensive linemen, he feels mm-hmm. like somebody's going to get hurt. He thinks mm-hmm. it's going to be a safety issue in addition okay. in addition to what you just said. Yeah, you can call it safety all you want, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that'll be changed. Uh, and I, I, of course, I mean, I've got, you know, Wrong color. I got chief colored glasses wearing. What? Yeah. To me, it looked like he made a football move. It's not like you're wearing a chief tie or anything right. today, Chuck. Right. right. What are you talking what, about? What football move did he make? Felt like he moved a little bit forward. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't quite a statue, Jamie. He clearly took a breath. He was breathing. <laughs> yeah. Felt Felt like he, felt like he can felt you like play he football did. without breathing, Jamie? I don't think you can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> felt felt like he felt like he did. Um, then you know, after the Chiefs take a lead of twenty eight twenty seven, the Eagles got that three and out. That was they got the, they got they were able to get the Eagles off the field in the second half that they weren't able to do in the first half. It looked like in the first half the Eagles just move, could move the football at will. And then in the second yeah. half, the Chiefs made them defensive. The defensive line of the Chiefs I mean, took over the game in the second half. And every felt like third down, they were bringing it, and Hurts couldn't um, couldn't drop back and, mm-hmm. and you know find open receivers. It, it felt like early on in the game they could never get the, the Eagles in like a third and long or right. whatever mm-hmm. and let their pass rush mm-hmm. pin their ears back and go. But they were able to do that in the second half, and Chiefs' defensive line proved to be better than the Eagles' offensive line, which was thought to be the best in the business. Yeah, and uh, I thought the Eagles, or excuse me, the Chiefs' D line was a big factor in the game. Nobody talks about them, but I mean that's why those drives stalled in the second half for the Eagles is 
you know, Hertz would would drop back and immediately have to run. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.